0: Hey everybody, it's Aaron, one more time with the uh, Town Center Music Food Truck Friday Artist Profile Podcast. And this time we have a band for you called The Quarks. They're going to be playing for us this Friday, October 2nd, in Swanee Town Center with uh, Food Trucks and another awesome band called Book Club. We kind of arranged some um, folkier acts for you this time. Hopefully it'll be a nice uh, end of summer, start of fall kind of night for you. Come out and enjoy some of the awesome food trucks and some of the awesome music. We sat down with, um, Andy and Rob from the Quarks a couple months ago. I had a very (laughs) wide ranging chat. Stuff got weird. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Uh, hopefully you can hang on for the ride. It was a lot of fun, we talked about a lot of things about technology, about Atlanta music venues, about the Atlanta scene, um, and uh, and I, I hope you guys really like it. We're going to start with a song from them called Siren Song, and then after that we've got another little song called As Long As I Can Be Alone. And um, that's it, so without further ado, uh, I'm going to bring you guys The Quarks. <laughs>
1: So much comfort with that rock beside me. I used to call that a hard place my own way from home until the rain came down and soaked me to the bone. I never was alone without those arms. Now, all I need is one true kiss. There are many things. Sleep, and when she walks in the opposite direction And severs that connection, oh oh Well time is all you'll get to keep The rain is coming down And darling so am I be a blessing in disguise. Though I may not know that now, I bet it's best to turn around and these feet walking away from here and get out of this town. In the air I used to taste, but no more Bring me back my nectarine I barely have the time to sing As the candle starts to flicker In the middle of the night The shadow's dancing, so do we Ask for no apology And though the timing isn't perfect There's no need to be polite Definitely quiet, definitely silent tonight. No, she talks and speaks of such beautiful things. Her heart is full of bones, alcohol and evil plans and schemes. And when she sings the prettiest of siren songs, you know I. Drifting off to sleep And when she walks in the opposite direction And severs that connection Oh, oh, well time is all you'll get to keep
2: But you were like, but it wasn't working with our stuff.
3: And I can't you, remember that. I
2: actually don't remember And you that. were like,
3: it looks cooler. We need to use this one. Like, Rob, it's an audio podcast.
2: I was videotaping no, it. Nobody's going to see it. I was videotaping it. You weren't videotaping it. I did.
3: You had no video camera. Were there hidden cameras? Dude, it was WizKid. Right? So what, there's cameras all over? Have you figured out what you want to eat? Are we going <laughs> to look at me for it?
0: What? All right, well,
4: right, we're here uh, with Robin, Andy, from the Quarks. How you doing, guys? We're doing great. Thanks good. very much, Aaron. How we, got are you a, doing? we got a great forty-five seconds of just ambient banter, which oh, is good. good. It's awesome. So, I was chewing on an
2: ice cube the entire time.
3: That's great. Ambient
4: bickering. That's good. Ambient
2: bickering.
3: Uh, yeah. Officer, I'm not drunk. My mouth's numb from chewing on ice. <laughs>
4: This is gonna go somewhere. I think that was I a good tell. laugh for radio. I think. I'm working
2: on my radio laugh.
4: So you guys are in uh, the Corks. And yes, sir. I'm gonna move that drink closer to you. We're at a coffee shop. In case our listeners can't tell from the ambient noise, um, you guys are playing the uh, food truck Friday yes, sir. in
0: August. Yep. No. No, we're no. doing it in September. I believe it's October. October. Okay. All right.
4: November. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sure. I think it's October 2nd
4: it's it's at a it's at a later date um let's see we can edit this part which is great because I never do the whole thing live that that because I never get this right damn really I never do every 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 single one I think I've gotten wrong you've screwed up yeah I
2: was actually I was hoping you would know because uh I've been telling I've literally told every single person who's asked me a different date like I don't mean that figuratively (laughs) I do mean that literally.
4: Well, we'll find that out. I'll, I'll put it in the in the tags. Okay. In the
2: header or something. I appreciate that.
3: So
4: anyway, um, if you guys could describe your sound. Sure. Well,
3: um, if Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty had a baby, it would sound nothing like what we do.
2: That's definitely true. So the Quarks, I should clarify before we start, um, this will be Andy's first show with the Quarks. High five. Um... Usually we've got uh, four folks who are all Georgia Tech students or former Georgia Tech students. Um, We're all put together kind of to do a new band's showcase. Um, And what really sets us apart from everybody else is that we generally don't have drums or bass. It's very vocal heavy. Uh, We have four-part vocal harmony on every single song. And uh, we try to capitalize on that. Now this will be a little bit of a different show. We're gonna tr- for the first time try it with a full band, try it with drums and bass and electric guitars and all that. Um, and that's where Andy comes in, actually. Andy's gonna be one of our bass players, I think. One of? Yeah, dude. It's it's gonna be a bass symphony.
4: Kind of like kind of like Spinal Tap.
2: It's gonna be the I more bass that. players, yeah, the better. Cool. It's always been my mantra. It's been my motto. Your envisionment dude i came out of the womb saying the more bass players the better
4: which raises all kinds of questions. it was weird really. <laughs> it was one strange. of them is, how is
2: your mom <laughs> uh did you say one of them is how is your mom yeah one of the questions one, one of is the that questions. raises oh it's good dude good today's your birthday actually no way yeah i'm serious
3: is this like when we did that other the TV interview and no, you were like, I am, I'm Grandma Marie, serious. her
2: cooking was the best. This place reminds me of it. Well, <laughs> that was completely fabricated, but today actually is my mother's birthday say happy well, birthday, uh, happy birthday to Catherine. There you go. There you go. Well,
4: happy birthday. Well, this is, um, what day actually is Today's it? It's July 25th. July 25th. Yes, sir. And so that's when we're recording this. Yes. Because this is going to go up like two weeks before you guys actually play. Okay. So that's how that goes. And I was worried I was going to have to have like questions or prompt no, talking. There's not absolutely
2: nothing <laughs> that you have to have prepared. <laughs> so, so, so we're the talking to people in the future right now.
4: Yes, we are. We are. It's like um, contact. Sure. That? Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah, it's kind of like Foster that. Or something. Yeah, it's Matthew McConaughey. Was he in that one too? I,
2: I've, uh, I I get Contact and Twister mixed up. A lot. <laughs> all right, all right, all
1: right. It's
4: <laughs> topical, Andy. Uh, hey man, you just gotta keep on there. I love E-I-N. I am. We we do, we talk a lot about uh, the reconnaissance at the the store. So. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the Quarks were, were were birthed in the fer- fertile ground of uh, uh, Georgia Tech. Yes,
2: absolutely. So the Georgia Tech uh, Musicians Network uh, has a venue that they run called Under the Couch. Mm-hmm. And they sent out an email to everybody who had ever had any contact with Under the Couch, probably back in um, January of 2014, I'd say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it was January 2014. They were asking for people to volunteer to be part of a new band's showcase where they just kind of put together bands based on what people say they like, based on what people play, and based on the kind of music that they like. Mm-hmm. And the four of us, uh, myself, uh, Nick Evans, Truett Clark, and Sonia eudine were put were matched together, uh, and we met for the first time that week, and like two months later, we played in the Georgia Tech New Bands Showcase, which we won, Cool, which was neat. Yeah, and that was neat. a huge ego trip, yeah. which, you know, I need personally. Um, and since then, we've had several lineup changes. Nick and myself are the only ones who are uh, originally with the band. Um, Nick right now is in Oxford doing study abroad.
4: I know. Oxford's a kind of it's, thing.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> Oxford, know. Georgia. From
4: Oxford, England. From 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 Tech Talks. From no. Tech
2: Talk. I think we've got we've got some kind of satellite campus over there. It's
4: like math to words.
2: It's weird, right? Yeah, I know. He's a he's he's definitely out of his element.
0: Okay.
4: Um, so what were so it sounds like you guys were almost paired by some kind of there's there's a lot of science creeping oh, yeah. into this I'm noticing the quarks, Without a doubt. you guys were set up by like almost a Pandora esque algorithm very that much. said you guys like music that's all very like this. much so then, we
2: we definitely think there was some kind of computer nonsense going on to match everybody together
4: so what was the uh, what do you think would be the key keywords then that describe
2: keywords this that describe the sound are yeah. folksy
4: okay.
2: And self-loathing.
4: Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's, um, that's a prerequisite, I
2: think. Oh, sure. To m- no, to, musician. To, be a, to be a good musician or a good band, there has to be a lot of self-loathing. Yeah.
4: I've often said you don't pick up a guitar because you're a well-adjusted no. human being. No. I mean, that's... No, I'm it's because
2: sure you too. either want to impress somebody or, uh, or you don't know where you fit in. And right. so you think that by picking up a guitar, you'll kind of fit a stereotype.
0: We're, oh yeah. mm,
4: that's interesting. Yeah. So so the stereotypes kind of pre preformed in the artist's own head mm-hmm. and then That's uh,
2: how it was for me. I okay. mean my entire music career what small music career it is is based mm-hmm. on a lie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it a specific lie?
4: That I'm a good musician. Oh well. Yeah. Then we have something in common. Sure, for and Andy, Andy too. That's right.
0: Yeah.
4: Andy still kinda of denies it, but that's that's funny, that that tension between like Okay, I have to get this out. There's nothing right. there's nothing else that I can do but this. But good god am I scared to death that somebody's oh, gonna look at a it and bell. go, yeah. idiot.
2: That's what being a musician's all about.
4: What do you think, um how do you uh how do you how do you create from that tension? I mean does it You
2: kind of have to um you kind of have to get drunk. Okay, <laughs> it's good. To get over yeah. it. Um and if you can't get drunk with alcohol mm-hmm. You kind of have to put yourself in a mindset. You kind of have to hang out with these people enough to lose all your inhibitions to get drunk in a sober way. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, that's a great point. Yeah, and uh, and just music comes from there. Yeah, you you, you lose all your ability to be embarrassed about the things that you say to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where music comes from. It's obvious. Thanks, Thanks, man. Interview. (laughs) No, dude, that that means a lot. that's that's, exactly the kind of thing that that, you know, we're always fighting against. That kind of mindset. You know, that you're, uh, that you're bad at what you do. And, like, the more you remind me that I'm bad at what I'm doing, the better I get.
4: Yeah, you guys are funny, because I'm friends with bo- both you guys on different social medias. Yeah. And and I've, I've noticed the interplay. Does that does that come into the... Because you guys have collaborated on more than just this. Oh, without a doubt. And does that come into play anywhere else? We're, I mean,
2: we're going to find out. I mean... Andy and I, Andy's the first person I've met through music who I hang out with outside of music. Um. Really? Oh yeah.
3: We had outside of music? Like right
2: now. We're not playing music right now. No, that's true. And I don't know what to talk to you about. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of weird, man. <laughs> like I've never had a serious conversation with you. How long have we known each other, Andy? Oh man. Since I was 20. So five, really? Four-ish years, yeah.
3: Okay. Wow, yeah. we've never. So we're,
4: we're we're really unpacking some some things here. Right? I, I, I yeah, find we're yeah. really having a good session. Yeah, this yeah. is
2: uh this this serves as my therapy for the week. too. Well,
4: see, and that's a uh, that's another great great point too. Is that is that getting to the point where you can be honest with some things inside yourself? Couch it in a, couch it in a. No, 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 no. no I just wrote that. Yeah, you can I, definitely. I not actually mean you,
2: that. Yeah, sure. With music, um, I think especially with the Quarks, particularly uh, things that Nick writes, and I know that. You know, Nick's not here to defend himself, so that's great. Uh, a lot of songs he'll write are very personal to him, but they're kind of wrapped up in a melody that sounds not very personal. Right. Um, not, I shouldn't say not very personal, but it sounds more um, facetious mm-hmm. than his feelings would imply. Mm. And so through that, he can kind of hide actual feelings in songs that are fun.
4: Yeah taking like some kind of slightly dark and a yeah. little bit worrisome things but oh, yeah. couching them in like a happy pop melody
2: yeah a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of the songs that he writes and a lot of the songs that we write together are very much like that
4: cool yeah well that's good I mean we all need to <clears throat> sing away the, the pain right? oh yeah I mean, sing away I mean, the pain I'm that's the biggest part com- completely serious on that <laughs> I was talking to somebody about the gin Blossoms and they are they are the one band that I will defend like the 90s band I'm sure they
3: are one of the best but bands of all time I
4: have ne- not heard any better from that from that era of just writing really solid pop pop yeah, songs, but throwing in a lot of that. Oh, I'm pretty depressed and I'm drunk again
3: and I'm yeah. gonna kill myself. But and the, the lyrics are so simple. That they're yeah. songs too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What's, why can't you? Why can't you make lyrics that simple that are so good?
4: Well, well that's it. yeah. That's the str- Like taking taking that raw material, the the emotion, chipping it away, finding the finding the central tenet, the core and then making it repeatable and, mm-hmm. and happy cool it's mm-hmm. a way
2: to sneak your message out to the to the to the people
4: okay yeah. interesting as, as a as a message as artists are we trying to influence are we trying to
2: it depends on the person yeah I'm always trying to influence yeah um, just because that's how I am okay I'm a dick <laughs> um other people, they just kind of use it as a, you know, a therapeutic thing. They'll mm-hmm. get their message out there. I think Andy uses it. Andy's kind of, like, as shallow as you get of a songwriter. Like, he'll, um, he literally one time went on Facebook and picked a status
4: that somebody had written and wrote a song about it. See, I don't see see that as shallow. I see that as, like, I can't... Genius? I can't, I, well, I'm, I mean... <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I can't look at that and go and go. Okay, what's the story around that?
0: You know, like what's the?
4: Okay, so I understand that you're really excited about your puppy, but um, but 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 you you put in all these heart emojis. I, I don't understand seven <laughs> heart emojis. seven of them. A puppy is a three heart emoji for me
0: <laughs> at the most.
3: You have to pick the right statuses though. <laughs> like you have to pick the the girl that's like, I, why can't I just find a guy that'll take care of me that'll that has a good job that can support me and then when her friends are like hey you're an idiot like you need to like go to school and get something and do something for yourself and not have to rely on some guy to take care of you and then like her defenses to that you're making verses. It's, oh wow that's
2: you know, true yeah. suddenly yeah. there's a thing there that's right. right so he's doing even less work he's, he's not even yeah. making the message he's <laughs> taking
3: he's mining yeah, yeah he's just
2: done? really just exploitation
3: I yeah,
4: want storytelling
3: What's up? It's storytelling. It is storytelling. It's what
2: we do. It's what we we take. Sure.
3: I made her responses rhyme. You that's did
2: that, that. did take that's a tricky. little bit of effort, that's a minimal tricky. amount of effort, and yeah. you got a good song out of it. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, so it's a good song. So then it's he a can write song. write a melody. Sure. He, well,
2: and he that's did. Good. Awesome. And then there was the uh, dinner alone. Yeah, that one
3: was. This girl wrote, "I'm so tired of having dinner all alone." I was like, ah, oh, that could be a line for a song. Yeah, yeah it was. and it, it became a title. And that's your lead line, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right there. That's yeah. cool.
3: Yeah, the song that we play every week. About. I haven't played it in a while. I played it last week. I've it. a long time. Yeah.
4: It's I was just listening to a podcast with Aziz Ansari, and he was talking about the technology that we used to kind of like, barrier ourselves from each other with. Okay. And um, and I wondered, do you think that is. Because that's what you're describing there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're talking about somebody who is, I don't know if passive-aggressive is the right term, but sort of kind of, you know, putting out there what they feel, but in a non-committal way, because it's Facebook, yeah. after all, blah, 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 blah. It's
3: semi-anonymous, yeah. even though you know the sort person of, behind it. Yeah,
4: but but you can always walk it back. It's fishing for compliments, like is what Well, there's that, too. But how how does that affect the way we consume these these things like the songs that that we write in, in in things like that is there an interrelation between those two things like we we can just as quickly now post a spotify playlist i'm so tired of eating dinner alone tonight here's my 12 song playlist because mm-hmm. of that now all of a sudden we've got this soundtrack to eat dinner alone by we're the star of our own little movie and un- Unknowingly, we've now made it harder for people to crack this yeah. show. You see, you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah,
2: uh. um, yeah. You could you could think of it like that. Um, it totally just depends on on your personal outlook on on how that affects you. Yeah. So if you if you can take someone's 12 song Spotify playlist and interpret from that. Their feelings and their emotions, and tell a story about that. Mm -hmm. Then you're an artist. If you take what they put on Spotify and Facebook and Twitter, and you interpret from that that they're fishing for compliments, then you're a cynical asshole. (laughs) Um, I kind of try to write a line between those two. Mm -hmm. I think Andy thinks of himself as more of an artist. Yeah, that's good.
3: I mean, I I I take it for what it's worth. I, I that suppose.
2: means literally nothing <laughs>
3: well
4: the, the 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 balance of it though is is really really important um finding that because you it's like it's like being the jackass that tells the truth sure you, you know like the the guy that says the the thing that no one really wants sure, to huh. hear
2: and there's a lot of bullcrap I don't want to say bullshit on the air and you can edit that out <laughs> there's a lot of bullcrap on the air that uh that needs to get called out mm-hmm I think. And by on the air, I mean on the internet. So
4: so, so yeah. you're you're the guy that re- replies to the status. You're yeah, fishing. Yeah, and it's, it's you
2: know, it's a dick move. <laughs> and I realize it makes me an asshole, but a lot of times I just get sick of that crap. Really? And a lot of the songs I've been writing for the Quarks recently mm-hmm. have been about that. Yeah. They've kind of been about how I feel like this generation feels it's all about them. Mm-hmm. And they're the star of their movie, like you said before. Right. Um, and everybody just needs to take a step back and realize that they're all players in the same world and they're no more important than anybody else. Right. You know? Yeah. So I kind of feel like this is a very entitled generation and I've been trying to write songs about that. Really?
4: Yeah. So like a kind of Dylan-esque voice in the wilderness kind of thing?
2: I would like to be seen as that eventually. Yeah. You know, everybody, every musician needs a thing Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Springsteen, because I know eventually we're going to talk about Springsteen, was <laughs> like Springsteen. the savior of the blue-collar worker. Okay. okay. You know?
4: Yeah. Which was in- interesting to me to see his arc. You know, he was in, like, <clears throat> heavy blues bands, and then yep. going to that Dylan-esque troubadour, trou- trou- yep. and then eventually be in that blue-collar savior, but still living in a mansion up on a hill, how do you that? How do you
2: feel about that, Andy? How do you
3: feel that
4: he's the world's biggest hypocrite?
3: It's interesting (laughs) to hear him talk about the balance of that. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Actually. Because he said, like, when he he started having kids, he was worried that his kids would, you know, like, they basically were gonna have everything handed to them because of his success. Yeah. And they wouldn't have to work struggle for anything, but, you know, that's why he
2: worked so hard. So they wouldn't have to, you know, as a... And how are they doing? How are they handling... All that. Um, stuff I mean, his, his son's and...
3: a New York City firefighter now. So, oh, okay. Wow, well, so that's pretty impressive. Well. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing.
4: You can't, you can't, you, you, you can't touch that. No. That's, that's pretty cool.
2: I think they're all pretty grounded for. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What it is. Or you know, going to Tom Petty because mm-hmm. eventually oh. we're going to reach him as well. <laughs> <laughs> you his know, daughter's a filmmaker. His daughter is a <laughs> so okay, <laughs> <laughs> but she's not famous. She's pretty famous. She's, she's like, yeah, but she's not a household name. Like if I said Adria Petty, you wouldn't immediately. Well, you might, but like you know, random Joe on the street wouldn't right. know who I was talking right. about. Um, but yeah, his yeah. Whole but you thing also was, wouldn't probably know who Sofia Coppola was, either. He was all about fighting the man, not Sofia Coppola, but Tom Petty, because I was yeah. trying to get at that.
4: Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting how how one beget a public servant and the other beget an artist.
2: That mm-hmm. That is interesting. Um... I don't think that has much to do with their upbringing, so much as the fact that one's a dude and one's a girl. I feel like girls are more into Spreezy's
3: art. has got a daughter too, but I don't know what she
2: does. She's probably she, into art. She rides horses. I've yeah, seen that on the that, Instagram I remember feed. That. Yeah, horse girls. <laughs> girls you know. and horses, man. No, horse girls are.
4: <laughs> Good lord. Be careful. <laughs> That'll get some letters. Um. Yeah. So, uh, incorporating those those kinds of out outlooks, then um, you said that uh, you wanted to have a thing. Sure. How how far down the road do you see this going? Like like like, what's your you mean the, what's your um, plan? You mean like with the quirks? Just art- artistically, yeah. artistically? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, cl- clearly, you went to Georgia Tech, which does not immediately imply artistry. I mean, that's fair. Forgive yeah. me. That's fair. I've yeah. had some friends that went to. You're tech, totally right. Right. You're completely right. And so, um, so you've obviously got something there that uh, you could definitely fall back on should this whole yeah. thing not go through. Yeah. But uh, where do you, where do you see that going?
2: It's always a struggle to continue to kind of be an artist mm-hmm. while also, you know, my, my job, day job is that I do from like 6am to freaking 8pm mm-hmm. is a uh, mechanical engineer. Okay. And that's uh, the opposite of art. Yeah. You know, that's 100% analytical. Um, and I would like to eventually move completely away from that. Okay. You know, I would like to... I hope your boss isn't listening. <laughs> oh, definitely. He will not listen to this. I that. <laughs> He's got a thing. Every Friday, he listens to Dead Rapper Friday. He only Damn, listens to Dead Friday. Rappers on the way to work, yeah. Wow. I just thought I'd bring that up.
4: Yeah. We have craft work Saturday at the store, where we <laughs> so listen, really, to listen to really you just listening to Oh, yeah. Starting at 4 o'clock. That's amazing. That's music, yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. Well, um... How do you? That's, that's just so interesting that you have this. I mean, because obviously there was some of the injury to the mechanical engineering part. The price. And then, <laughs> the degree, yeah. and then there's the songwriting part, this art, artistic side. Um, I mean, just mm-hmm. operating under the assumption that the mechanical engineering represents some side of mm-hmm. you. Uh, those are two pretty, pretty big extremes. Oh, they Like, are. should one go away? Where, how is the balance? Yeah, happen? yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know that's hard you know I can I can imagine a life where the mechanical engineering goes away mm-hmm. I can't imagine a life where the music goes away mm. so if one were to go away assuming I'm in charge of which one goes away it would <laughs> right. be the engineering right um and yeah it's it's really hard to balance those two um but I just feel more personal fulfillment would come I would feel like the life was more worth it if I, I don't want to say I want to get famous I do want to get famous. Mm. And I want the Quarks to get famous. Yeah. You yeah. know. I haven't even talked about our third girl. There's <laughs> a third girl? Oh, there's there's a girl, yeah. Ella. Yeah. She's going to be playing with us. She's uh, she's at tech right now. And um, she will be... She's, she's actually only been with us for less than a year. Because mm-hmm. she replaced Sonya, mm-hmm. who was one of our original members. And she... Um, Ella has been really, really great about it. She's been such a trooper. Pretty much coming up to every single show and... Wow. learning everything in the blink of an eye cool yeah that's great absolutely
4: that's um, yeah um, I know I kind of well, took the conversation no 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 that's just like, that, no so that's um, so, so you guys uh, is it is it still like because listening to the tracks that uh, that I had found there was like a, sort of a Peter Paul Mary kind of
0: vibe oh in yeah there a little bit we've gotten that and, before yeah
2: yeah, um, we're trying to maintain that. Of course, the show that we're doing in October, the Food Truck Fridays concert, that's mm-hmm. going to be different. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have a full band with a bass player and a drummer. Okay. Um, what we've done in the past, we've written. We're going to continue to try to do this: is really focus on vocals and uh, make it more about lyrics and harmonies mm-hmm. than driving beats and whatnot. Ooh. You know, we're not a traditional rock band. Yeah. At all. Okay. We are more of a. I wouldn't know how to describe it. Mm. I don't want to say we're, like, of monsters and men. Right. Because I'm kind of sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but th- that would, might be an apt comparison. Yep,
4: I can hear that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Going, going back to one of the things that you said about, um, you know, being, being in charge of one of the things that goes away, you would really like to just continue playing in whatever, um, whatever c- capacity. Given, like, the decentralization of, like, the music... Industry as yep. we we know it. What what kind of what kind of room do you see for like almost an mural kind of aspect to music making? I know Andy, you do a lot around town with open mic nights and things like that, and I've seen you really encourage a, a, a lot of guys who are kind of getting their feet feet wet with this thing and, and giving them um, giving them kind of an outlet for those kind of things. What what um, and, and just purely truth. I'm, I've am i got a lot of self-interest in this as someone who purveys these products. Um, what do you what, what, what do you guys both see as the future of that?
3: Uh, it's one of the only futures that I can say. I mean, the whole music industry is changing. You know, like, I haven't bought an album since Apple changed their format over to, to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. It's all streaming now. I was really religious about buying albums every week I would try to buy two or three albums so like I don't know how any artist is going to make money with recorded music in the future so um, I, I don't know uh, so I see like if you want to get your music out there one of the best ways to do it is to get out and play
2: whatever forum you can do Do you think live in. music is going to take off more than recorded music nowadays. Because, you know, back in the 70s, you could kind of make it as a live music player. You know, arena rock was a thing.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's still a thing. Well, and even bands that played proms. You know, you could be a regional band, Mm -hmm. and you could go from here to Tupelo playing a prom a week for
3: two
2: months. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do you think you can still do that, Andy? Yeah. I mean, you can.
3: That's that's how I make the majority of my living is playing playing shows. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where the whole music thing is headed. Like this, like just this this format, this podcast thing. Like it's you know
2: maybe this is it. Maybe this is the future of music. It's mm. just podcasts. Yeah, it's one of them.
4: Well, I'm, my my concern with that would be you've got a format that basically encourages the idea of not going to see a band. I mean, if I could work right. and I've got seven different pop podcasts on my, my phone, each touting a brand, brand new band, yeah. it's pretty easy for me to feel like you don't have I, uh, to go to a show. Yeah. And now on one hand, we're going to get rid of all those idiot folks that go, I love music so much. <laughs> and they put up all those stupid pictures of like flowers and guitars yeah. and you know, all this crap yeah. on Facebook with the just the pseudo inspirational garbage. Yeah. And so we'll weed them out. And that's oh, and right. that's that's my because I don't really like music to begin with. They it's just, beneficial. right, sure. But at the same time, those people might could benefit from going to see a really killer live band that kicks yeah. them right oh. into the, in the chest, and they go, "Oh
0: my god, that!
4: Oh, oh, oh now I I, really I really actually music. am into yeah. music. Yeah. yeah, look at that. And so. I've
3: seen a transition in that though too in the last you know twenty years. Like used to every year you could count on your favorite band coming to town. Mm-hmm. I'm playing you know a bigger show whether it was a festival or whatever. Now we, there's like. You know, one or two big music festivals a year, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, and it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. If um, I can't
4: afford the misting tent, I'm not going. Yeah, <laughs> this is the way it goes.
3: And sometimes that's the only way you can see your like. My favorite band is Pearl Jam. The only time they've been to town in the last ten years is 2003.
2: Well, with good reason.
3: I mean, they they music. tend to get mugged here. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but music Midtown, you know. But I think there's some. Um, I know the state of Georgia was looking to do some tax breaks for musicians, to mm. come
4: to, town to boost that economy, and which has done wonders for film.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
4: So is it, it is it the same kind of structure though with music? I mean, are, are they looking for um, musicians just to come and perform? Are We looking for more recording studios, you know, extended stays, that kind of stuff. I mean, I
3: think it was like the, a general boost in the economy in, in general. Because yeah. like I know, like the last time I saw Pearl Jam, I had to go to you know St. Louis and. You know, I guess they do only place like dates every year, so mm-hmm. people travel from all over to go to St. Louis. So you think about, like, the boost of, uh, you know, the, the, the hotel industries and you know, restaurants and whatever around yeah. the town.
4: Um, well, do you, do you think that might be a geographical thing, too? Because I've long felt about Atlanta that, not to get too terribly offensive, it's always just felt like a socialite town where everybody just kind of puts stuff on hold until they might find something better to do. Yeah. You know, that Atlanta as a city has not been that supportive of of live music, you know, band-style live music for the last, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, we've see- seen Eddie's Attic. It was a, a pipeline for a little while, but now all of a sudden, you know, it just, it just doesn't feel... The, I mean, the Civil War has made a dent, but then...
3: Since then, you're right. Yeah, you know. I think it might be a generational thing. It's like people's attention spans so short. You know, you go to a concert and you just see people on their phones. Yeah. The whole time, I'm probably looking for something better to do. Yeah. Honestly. Well, you're...
4: we we buy a lot of products from small in, independent vendors in Oklahoma for some reason. There's like this area out there where there's something in the water hmm. where everybody's really really creative, making really useful musical tools. And there are these scenes out there where bands still all go see each other play. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it just, and and now, obviously I'm seeing that as the outsider perspective, the Halcyon filter on Instagram or whatever. (laughs) But still, it just, it just feels like there are things happening there. You wouldn't want to make those tools if you couldn't use them there, you know. So, so maybe, maybe that's part of the problem too. I mean, is that, uh... I don't know, and I'm just kind of thinking out loud at this point now. Yeah. There was
2: um, two days ago. I played a show, um, just this this one show inside of a business as Mm -hmm. part of uh, So Far ATL, which is Songs from a Room Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and that's an organization that puts on invite only like living room concerts. Right. Um, And not just living room concerts, but you know, for example, this this took place in an office building. And, you know, I've never seen a concert take place in an office building before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were hundreds and hundreds of people at that. And it was all invite only, hmm. you know. So I, I feel like if you can make it more exclusive than it is, maybe. So
4: like a patronage kind of a system? Sure.
0: Okay.
2: You know, you could get, you can definitely get people out. Because I've never seen so many people in a listening room all just there to watch, well, me. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome. and yeah, I've never, that's great. They've never even heard of me. Yeah. You know, um, the people are there. I think if it's just uh, open to the public, regular-ass concert, Mm -hmm. they're not going to come. People are going to drift in and out or whatever. Sure, exactly. But all these people, hundreds of people, were paying attention and listening and there for the music. It was me and two other bands. Yeah. They were there for the music, and almost nobody was on their phone. Hmm. And that happened right here in Atlanta just two days ago. Oh, that's great. And that was hugely surprising to me. I know, but what you were talking about, too, with the podcast thing and people
3: not... You know because you could just stay home and listen to your podcast like I started I live stream a couple of the open mics that I that I hosted and you got like five hits dude no I got like 90 something hits oh that's, that's great fun. yeah and like I went back and read some of the comments and people were like I love this I can just sit back at home and watch the event not come you know, God forbid you, you like, have to go
2: drive out and see somebody play
4: live. Yeah. And like, eat food.
0: and Yeah, buy drugs, exactly. Sit
4: in front of somebody who sweats. Right. It's are cynical today. <laughs>
3: yeah. I it. uh, see the whole thing's changing. I mean, there's there's different avenues for music. It's just we're in this like crazy I don't know what you call it a renaissance or whatever but mm-hmm. it's the, definitely a transition in how music is seen and heard and distributed.
4: Mm. Do you, do you think it might turn kind of in inward, kind of almost cultish? Because, like, we were describing music as this thing we have to do. It's this community thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a method of communication. We have to do it. Yeah. And then they are the people that consume mm-hmm. it, right? Yep. The people that, that watch the yeah. li- li- live stream. And I bet some, some of those were some that make it, too, that have to make oh, yeah. it. Things like that. But at the same time, you've also got a lot of people that just consume. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but it might turn in on itself because we need to make music. To make music we need to get together. Mm-hmm. That'll keep us going out to bars, buying food, buying drinks, looking at someone that sweats. That's what we're gonna it'll do. Keep us doing that. Right, because we have to do it. Yeah. And then and then we might become this like you know, like I said, almost a cult kind. Of, well kind then of
2: people get jealous of all the, you know, cool music folks hanging out and they want to be a part of that in crowd too. Mm. and it's cyclical. Yeah. And we see a rebirth in people going out to see live concerts. I think that'll happen. We
0: fixed it. Done. Look at that.
3: Problem Done. solved. That's all just, now just 30 on. minutes.
2: Now if we could just get him to cancel American Idol.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, I think they did that. Oh, yeah, we that did. Did. <laughs> <We won. laughs> <laughs> All in one afternoon, we did this.
3: <laughs> um, and we didn't even have to edit the sound of that high five. That was, that was good. That, that was, was a good legit. Line. We didn't have to, like, too. Okay. I want to feel then, one. Yeah. That was a good listen one. Listen to that. I enjoyed that
2: so Those are real high fives. <laughs> so those weren't, like, punch-ins. Wow. <laughs>
4: Wow, guys, we've been talking for like
2: that one was a punch in just there thirty,
4: thirty-four minutes. I'm uh, really gonna punch that in. I'm, I'm gonna make the fakest, <laughs> fakest, high fives. I know you will. <laughs> I know
2: heavy yeah. reverb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, is that? How they outside?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a tiger. Did a train?
2: I think I see a train coming right there. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> We don't need to punch anything. That was it's straight up Andy, Andy here.
4: <laughs> man, being a goat. Good. Well, guys, it's been uh, thirty-five minutes. So all right, we're we're good, man. Um, thank you for well, thank you for having us Aaron. talk and solve things. W-
3: www.andyleachdy.com. L i e c h t y. Thank you for spelling that. And hey, the quarks. So, <laughs> the quarks. <clears throat> sorry. Friend me on Facebook. I have really interesting status updates. They're pretty that good. You can turn into songs.
2: Pretty good. No. I do hope you actually edit that Andy leach out, because I feel like I feel like the Quarks are going to be mad at me for like, <laughs> not talking about them more. So
4: do the Quarks have an internet concern that needs we to be do. presented? We
2: do. We have the Quarks on Facebook. It's okay. the Quarks Band. Okay. Actually, no. It's just called the Quarks. Okay, Facebook. And we have an email presence, too. We're pretty ahead of the curve on that one. Whoa. Yeah, it's the Quarks Band at gmail.com wow thanks technologically advanced andy.leachty at gmail.com
3: l-i-e-c-h-t-y Uh-oh. or you can call me my telephone number is
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna roll off right there uh, thank you gentlemen Absolutely. Once again. thank you and uh, we will uh, look forward to enjoying your performance well, thanks so much. food truck party. thank you